What's so special about Hero Bread's soft, fluffy, and delicious breads, buns, and tortillas? Hero Bread serves up 0 to 1 grams of net carbs, 5 to 11 grams of protein, and high fiber in every delicious serving. Made with natural ingredients, Hero Bread supports gut health, promotes weight management, and helps maintain blood sugar. Hero also drops other limited edition ultra-low net carb goodies like rich, flaky croissants and buttery brioche slider rolls. Head to Hero.co to shop today. Welcome to the Black Girl Flow Podcast, a space dedicated to creating conversation that pushes us to be in alignment and at peace with ourselves and the world around us. We are about cultivating joy, growth, and success in our life, love, and identity. So join us as we find our flow. We are your hosts, Liv and Lex, two 20-something-year-old Black girls working every day to be in flow. And we want you along this journey with us. For today's episode, we welcome Effia Solter, a mindset and manifestation coach, content creator, and podcast host of The Manifest Edit. Her mission is centered around empowering ambitious women to stop playing small and access their innate magic so they can expand their current reality. Effia went from being orphaned at 14, battling chronic illness, anxiety, and depression, to moving overseas from Scotland to Australia and manifesting her extraordinary life. Now, Effia dedicates her life to empowering others to break out of normal and into extraordinary using her signature vibes method for aligned manifestation. We are so excited to have Effia on the show, and we hope that you all enjoy this episode. Hey, everybody. Welcome back to the Black Girl Flow podcast. I hope March is treating you with lots of sunshine, getting all that vitamin D. We are super excited because we've had so many incredible things happening for the Black Girl Flow podcast since the start of the year, and it's only getting better, y'all. We are joined with an incredible guest, Effia, who is just so gracious to share space with us, is going to drop some major wisdom and light on us, y'all. So Effia, thank you so much for joining us for this episode. And thank you so much for having me. Y'all, you heard it. There is a little bit of an accent there. Effie is joining us all the way from Australia. So she is really the time change queen right now. (laughs) She's starting her day with the community and we're ending ours. And we're just really, really lucky to get to have this conversation. But it wouldn't be the Black Girl Faux podcast if we didn't just dive right in and get it started with a pulse check of how we're doing mentally, physically. And so I'm actually going to kick it to Liv to uh, start us off with that and then pass it to Effie. Amazing. Yes. Pulse check, y'all. With spring comes talk season and your girl is in the goo. Okay, the gutter. I wouldn't, I didn't want to say the gutter, but like I handling your taxes as an adult is just a skill set that people don't really, you know, teach you in school. (laughs) And so I am learning um, every day how to be a better adult. And I'm also just like in my spring bad bitch era, like I love frolicking in the grass. I love just like scheduling a beach trip. And I can just tell that this summer is going to be transformational. Okay, so I'm really happy that Effie is here because given that it's tax season and given that I'm trying to manifest more money into my life so I can have the best hot girl summer, I am going to be asking all the questions for how to create that reality for myself. And so, yeah, that's that's how I'm coming into the space. But Effie, how are you doing? What are you up to? What are themes going on in your life? So I'm in a really good place at the moment and 
um, just trying to get more balance in my life as I'm currently learning to drive. I've recently started taking up pole dancing. I'm going to yoga five times a week. So balancing all of those things um, has been a bit of a journey these last couple of months, but I feel like I'm finally finding some sense of equilibrium and I just feel so happy for all the things I'm doing. Also, as of yesterday, actually, I've been sober for a month. So it wasn't like I drank a lot before, but I was like, oh, you know what? I'm just going to like challenge myself. Why do sober January when you could just do sober in the middle to the end of January to the end of February so yeah it's been fun and I'm just really looking forward to seeing what this year has to show me and so far it's been great okay okay really just saying yeah y'all I'm out here getting my life right living lavishly in the best ways too so just like I love the combination of doing a little bit of learning a little bit of that self-care a little bit of that creating the routine and just a very intentional lifestyle choice so I think we can all around just clap it up for you because love that love that hope the rest of us can get there. <laughs> I'm like, the best way to the best way to eat an elephant is one bite at a time. And that's me over here where it's like taking it in doses. Um, just because I think life for me has since the start of the year been nonstop. Um, I have done a lot of traveling and this year will continue to be a lot of traveling for me. And if anybody knows me knows, I really like to be inside. <laughs> like really love my routine, really love uh, my peace and quiet. So I'm still just trying to find the balance between these really incredible opportunities I've been getting and what my comfort zone is and finding that, you know, growing edge of stepping outside of our comfort zone, but not kind of uh, exacerbating ourselves too much by these opportunities and getting caught up in the wind. So I'm trying to find that balance and work might break me, but uh, what doesn't kill you makes you stronger. <laughs> so we're going to take that, like I said, in doses. So I'm sure other folks might be able to relate, but I love all three of the energies that we're coming in with because I think it's quite the spectrum. Absolutely. Absolutely. Great things. Great things. And why not just hop right into this episode? Because like I said, I have so many questions for you, Afia, but I feel like we need the background of how you became a mindset and manifestation coach. Like, did you just wake up one day and you're like, yo, like I've mastered this art of manifestation or like, are you still just, you know, learning more about it? Like what, what's going on? I, I have to know. Oh, you're on mute. <laughs> no worries. So it definitely wasn't a case of waking up one day and deciding to be a manifestation coach, but I do think that the, you know, you look back over your life and you see these certain split forks in the road where you could have gone one way and you could have gone another way. And there were so many split forks in the road that led me to where I am now. And stuff is still revealing itself to me, like from my childhood and from my younger years. Like I just remembered, I think it was last year, I was on the podcast interview and I was like, wait, my mom used to listen to like Tony Robbins all the time when I was younger on a dial-up telephone. She'd be having conferences on the home phone. It makes sense that I would like want to do something like this as an adult. So yeah, for me growing up was, it was a great time and also a challenging time because I was in the care system in and out until I was 14. So 
I was adopted at age three. And for me, I really didn't feel that my life was that different until, you know, you become older as a kid and you begin to see disparities between you and the other kids. And number one, I'm black in a very rural town in Scotland. So where the only other black person is my sister. And then also being the only two kids that are really adopted or in the care system. And that did cause me to feel a little bit differently while it was something that always my mom had made sure we felt like really celebrated like you were chosen children we're like wow we're so special we're amazing (laughs) and then it's like oh okay um and then unfortunately my mom got ill when I was in my early teenage years and and passed away when I was 14 so because she was a single parent that meant that my sister my brother and I were orphaned at that time and that was just you know, although my mom was ill for a really long time for several years, like actually passing away was something that you you never really ready or prepared for. And it was a really challenging time. It was a time where I grew a lot. And it was also a time where I had support from so many people in my life who weren't necessarily my family. And that was something I went on to experience, whether it was teachers, university lecturers, family friends. I actually ended up living with a family friend until I went to uni. So for three, four years, that was that was our kind of guardian. So moving into my adult life and becoming a manifestation coach, um, it felt like I was culminating the spiritual journey that I'd been on, but also the journey to help and support other people that I felt blessed enough to have. And that as adults, it can be challenging asking for more support, more help and and daring to dream that things can be better than you ever imagined and, and letting that manifest. Wow, that's so inspiring. And I'm sure that other people can also relate to a story like that when you know you lose a parent it feels like your world is you know shattered or it feels like your world is never going to be the same and it's so beautiful to see that you turned your pain into an outlet for you to help other women and other people create a better reality for themselves and shift their mindset around what how they can show up in in the world and I think that's you know, exactly where a lot of people get to this crux of like, what other tools do we have to make sense of some like, you know, tough realities that we encounter sometimes. Like, I I think nobody in the wellness spaces or any type of spiritual space are trying to tell us that life isn't hard sometimes, that actually a part of our enlightenment is acknowledging the beauties and the pains and the kind of holding the both and. So when you kind of embarked on your manifestation and spiritual journey, how was that for you? And and how did you kind of come across manifestation and say like, wow, this might, this might be the tool that kind of is a part of your journey, then you can see it back or kind of what, what has been your journey in finding manifestations as the tool for that and maybe debunking some misconceptions folks might have about that? When I was 20, I think it was, I was in, and for context, I'm 29 now. When I was around 20, I was in a network marketing company and my my mentor at that time had given me one of my first ever personal development books, Feel the Fear and Feel It Anyway by Suzanne Jeffers. 
And I struggled really quite badly with anxiety at that time. And it kind of opened a door for me into some other things. I remember watching The Secret with my friend. I was like, we have to have a vision board party. We're going to change our lives. <laughs> Everyone thought I'd like lost the plot. I was like, no, this is amazing. We can create our reality. <laughs> uh, <laughs> And you know what? The one friend that I did create a vision board with, we manifested our vision boards and everyone got to look on. So, you know, you guys missed out. You guys missed out. Okay. Uh, <laughs> but it was, um, I actually grew up Buddhist. So for me, a lot of the concepts in spirituality do cross over with Buddhism and I know Buddhism's uh, religion and spirituality isn't. I feel there are definitely a lot of similarities. So where for some people, it might have seemed like quite abstract some of the things that you're learning about for me I was like oh yeah this feels like something I know or this feels like something I'm remembering or this really lends itself to something that I could believe in like after school we'd like run up to fairy hill and we'd like make blessings to the fairies and stuff so I'm like it really isn't that weird or abstract for me which I think was a really great place to be starting from because there are so many things within manifestation that ask you to suspend your beliefs and there are also a lot of paradigm shifts that you, that you need to make and I think I'm really grateful that I got to learn about manifestation from that lens and be somewhat grounded in who I was although definitely not as grounded in myself as I am now because I think that is a problem that a lot of people can encounter is feeling like they have to give up what they believe in to believe in what someone else believes in even if it doesn't fully resonate with them whereas for me as a coach even as a human I'm like this is what I believe and this is what I've learned and this is my take on it but I don't think we should ever take anyone's word at 100% of what they say not that I'm saying that I'm lying but I think that we should always be okay how does this resonate with me and how does this resonate with my life I don't think we should ever be putting anyone on a pedestal and of course everyone else's life experiences are going to make the way that they interact with information different so it's it's really on us to ground in ourselves as much as we can and then make spirituality support our lives not the other way around that's so beautiful like truly if folks kind of listen to what you just shared that we don't have to i think that that's really moving beyond the scarcity mindset that you have to give up something to get or use this other tool and even the way you talk about coming to it yourself you're like i was i was always kind of pulled and called to this and it was that self-grounding and even like you said getting that book and being kind of shaken a little bit by its content and being challenged to say like what do i believe and how does this align with the tools that are readily available to me and kind of the position that you take to be open and receive that and then do the work to align those messages and those values is kind of an entry just just a entry point into using utilizing these tools and i think as somebody navigating their 20s and so much of what Liv and i have talked about on this platform is going back and asking yourself those questions at every phase of your life like yeah what stories am I telling myself? What messages am I consuming? And how is that shaping my own reality and my self-concept? So I just love how you just very beautifully painted. you like, there's room for everybody. I'm like, yes, I love this. This is, this is the debunking that we need so that if this tool resonates with folks, they have access to it without feeling like they have to give up something or can condemn any former beliefs that they can actually, you know, make space for all of that. But 
Liv, you're also kind of been really on your spiritual vibe. So how have you seen, have you seen manifestation as a tool in the same way that Effie's talking about? Yeah. And I'll just add that. I love the fact that you said that there is not one size fits all. Like, you know, there's so many different ways that you can view manifestation um, and have it show up in your life. But yeah, I think that when I think about manifestation, it's been around, especially like since the beginning of time, like some people call it prayer, some people call it manifestation, some people call it scripting. And it's like, there are so many ways that you can embody that. And I think for me, I like to just show up with gratitude each day. Um, And I've been trying to learn more actually about the scripting method and actually writing out how your year will go or how your month will go like it's already happened. And so Effie, I'm curious to hear about like, what ways and what should people kind of like frame manifesting like in their like which way would you recommend because you have the vibes method and i'd love to hear more about that but there's so many like laws that it can be kind of overwhelming like there's a law of attraction there's a law of detachment there's a law of polarity like i think that's where i'm at in my journey where i'm like hmm i'm really interested in doing more research on each law yeah i think you bring up such a great question is that people come into this space and they get really excited and then it's like oh my goodness there's so much to learn how do I know where to start how do I know Mm -hmm. what to do and so I think if you're listening to this podcast and you're first of all you're just like wait what even is manifestation full stop but you don't really want to ask that question (laughs) for me I would describe manifestation as the process of making something real so taking something from an idea or a hope or a dream or a wish in your head and everything that you do in the process of making that something you experience in your 3d reality and so the example that I always love to use is an ice cream and like thinking about oh it's a nice day outside I would just love to have an ice cream and that could just stay as a hope or a wish Or that could be like, wait, I have like $1.25 in my pocket. Wow, the queue's gone down. There's a last scoop of ice cream in there for me. And then to everything that happens in between you physically having that ice cream in your hand is manifestation. But also if it's something like, I don't know, for me, I have shorter term goals, longer term goals and things I want to manifest in my lifetime. So maybe potentially children is something that I want to have in my life. And just because I don't have the children yet doesn't mean like I failed or it's not for me. Some things are just on different timelines. So it's really about aligning your mind and also aligning your actions. And I think there's no certain, okay, you need to know all of this before you get started. I think the best thing to do is like, what do I feel called to? Like what keeps coming up and again and again for me? And more important than what's coming up again and again, because if you guys are on TikTok, like I'm on TikTok, you know, every new month there's like whisper method, lucky girl method, all these different trends. So you might just be hearing stuff from the echo chamber, but it's like, when you hear something, does that spark something within you? And um, a few years ago, actually, it's more than a few years ago, I'm forgetting my age. Uh, I had a friend, I was going through a difficult time and a friend recommended me the book, The Power of Now by Eckhart Tolle. And I was like, yeah, yeah, sure, whatever. And I read a couple of pages of it and I just wasn't really that into it. And I'm just like, I don't, I don't need The Power of Now. I'm good. I was not good. <laughs> I was like, I'm fine. And then four years later, I went traveling. I was in Thailand traveling by myself and I went to this cafe and they had... um 
just like a table at the back. I was like, I'm going to go sit there at my table. Someone had left The Power of Now by Eckhart Tolle. And when I saw it, I was like, I'm supposed to read this. I know right now in this moment, I'm supposed to read this. So really looking out for those, whether it's a feeling for you or a knowing, or you see something that just really resonates with you and really trusting yourself to know the journey that you're meant to go on. Um, I think that's a really good place to start. Okay. I love that because it makes it feel a lot less overwhelming. And it's like, we all have an imagination. It's just about diving into our imagination and not being afraid to dream. Would you recommend that? Like when it comes to the level of detail, I hear a lot about people just being super detail oriented about how it's going to happen and when it's going to happen and all of the forces that, that will bring it to happen. What's your take on that? I think it depends on what kind of person you are. You don't want to be like, what's that expression? Like fitting a square peg into a round hole and you're like, yeah, I'll fit, it'll fit. It's like me when I'm buying shoes and I'm trying to hide from myself. I've gone up a shoe size. I'm like, it's fine. I can buy a broken toe. You really need to understand like how you learn best anyway. So for me, I've always known that when I was in uni, my friends would learn exams by writing stuff out and writing it over and over and over again. And I like to be very efficient and also writing things out. And, you know, I'm left-handed, I'm a slow writer. So I'm like, this isn't going to work for me. So what I realized was for me, the best way to learn an exam is I write everything I need to know at once. And then I walk around and I read it out like it's a speech. And now when I'm manifesting things for a lot of people, visualizing is their main thing or scripting is their main thing. And although journaling is a huge part of my practice, a huge, huge part of my practice is still talking to myself and voicing these stories out loud. So for you, when you're working out like which method works best for me. I think it's really important to know how you work and whether you are someone who is already a very detail oriented person or you more tap into the feelings and the ideas. And so with my manifestation method, the vibes method, it's not like at every single step, this is exactly what you're going to do. It's like, these are the themes that you want to look into at each step. And it's a blueprint for your life rather than a um, you know, bullet pointed list of everything that you have to do. And I find that works really well for people because it gives them space to explore and, and space to evolve as well. Say goodbye to your credit card rewards. Greedy corporate mega stores led by Walmart and Target are pushing for a law in Congress to take away your hard earned cash back and travel points to line their pockets. The Durbin Marshall credit card bill would enact harmful credit card routing mandates that would end credit card rewards as we know it. If you love your credit card rewards, tell your lawmakers, hands off my rewards. Tell them to oppose the Durbin Marshall credit card bill. I love that. And for those of the, you know, for people that's not familiar with the vibes method, could you just quickly give us a brief overview of what that method is? Absolutely. So I had been on my conscious manifestation journey for some years and listen, I felt not that I was too big for my boots, but I was like, oh, I'm the queen of manifestation. Nothing can stop me, which is, you know, it's somewhat of a good mindset to have if you're at your reality is also aligning <laughs> with the feelings that you have for yourself and it wasn't entirely aligning and so I was doing reflection and thinking okay like why is my reality not showing me what I feel in my heart to be true and in particular I had this vision board that I had created and looking back over it two years later 
I realized that none of the things had manifested on there. And that was very confronting for the manifestation queen, brackets me. I was like, what? This doesn't make sense. This is not fitting in with my view. And what I realized was that I really had missed out a crucial point about manifestation, which is that so many people will dive into the manifestation of like, okay, this is what I want. How do I get it? And that was what I had been doing when actually it should be a case of this is who I am. This is what aligns with who I am. And this is how I'm going to make that a reality. And so the VISE method is kind of turning from that place of starting with our intentions to starting with our identity. So the very first step with the VIBES method is embodying V, embodying the vibe of your higher self. And that's who are you right now? Who do you want to be? What does your higher self look like? What kind of higher self decisions are you making? And aligning everything with your values. Because when you know what your values are, everything else is flowing into that. When you know what your values are, when things get challenging or they get hard, it's not just like, oh, well, I'm just going to miss out on this job this time. It's like, well, you know what? My value is connecting with people and I know whatever job I go into, I'm going to be able to make that happen. And if it's not this one, it's going to happen in the next time. And I actually have a friend kind of going through this at the moment and she applied for a job that she really thought she was going to get and it didn't happen for her. And she was a little bit disappointed about this. And I was like, this could actually be a really exciting time. And I don't want to be one of those people that just dismisses people's emotions. Like, yeah, get over it. You're going to get another job. I was like, if this, if this isn't going to be for you, there's something better for you that you just can't see all the pieces coming together yet. And she had a few other interviews coming out. So I'm like, this is all going to come together. And just going back to those values of what's important to you. Well, actually that job that she missed out on didn't entirely align with her values anyway, when she really sat down to think about it. So knowing your values actually helps you again, going back to what I said earlier about making sure that practices are resonating with you and that spirituality and manifestation isn't taking away from who you are as a person. I just cannot stress the importance of really grounding into knowing yourself and building on that. And it's one of the things that has completely and utterly changed my life. And I don't think you'd really believe the position I was in five years ago, like seeing me now and um, how I show up in the world because I was so depressed and anxious and feeling like I had to live a different life. And now I'm just, I'm living as the person who I was always meant to be. I'm open to learning more and growing more. And, and that really is down to embodying the vibe of my higher self. And listen, your higher self is not perfect. Your higher self still makes mistakes. Your higher self still like snaps at people every now and again, right? Your higher self isn't like, I have to be like hundred percent all the time, but it's just working to be the most aligned version of you rather than the perfect version of you. And, and that's what embodying the vibe is all about. And so each of the steps following on from that are are building on top of like knowing who you are as a person and then setting intentions from there. It doesn't become like, oh, I want to have this. It becomes, okay, so if my values are, and I'll just use an example for myself last year, it had been maybe three years since I'd left the country because in Australia, we had quite a strict lockdown. So we couldn't, we just couldn't leave. <laughs> Locked us in here. They're like, good luck. Um, and I'm quite an extroverted person. I, I like meeting new people and being around new people. And I was really missing out on that. So I was like, okay, like when I go traveling this year, connections a huge a huge theme for me so a lot of the intentions I was setting were based on that value of connecting with other people and from there so many opportunities came to me um and then we go into energetic blocks and boundaries which is I know who I am I know what I want to have and then this is when everything is going to come up and be like no you can't no you don't no you aren't and then everyone gets kind of like thrown off by the stage because they're like well if it's supposed to be for me 
then this wouldn't be happening and they're like so I'll just like sit back because this is obviously not meant to be when actually what's meant to be can be really challenging can be really confronting and it's about that what your ego wants versus like what your soul wants and navigating that journey and as a manifestation coach I'm I'm dealing with this constantly I'm not just like oh I've like ascended through all the levels and this doesn't this doesn't happen to me anymore this 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 happens to me but I'm just more aware of those like limiting thought patterns limiting beliefs and how to address them I'm much less reactive than I used to be I can be like calm when approaching things I don't have to be always right I can just be like okay you know I don't need to say anything in this situation I know in my heart like what's true for me they know know what's true for them and that's let's just leave it at that um and that's why also boundaries is part of this as well like I don't really hear anyone talking about boundaries being part of manifestation but we have this amount of energy and when we're leeching it away to things that aren't serving us you know like even those little arguments or speaking in a, in a different way that's taking energy away from all the things that are, are feeding your soul I don't have time and space for that in my life anymore like it's so important setting those boundaries whether it's with friends or, you know, romantic partners, family, and most importantly, setting those boundaries with yourself of what you are and you are not available for. Manifestation asks you to have some really confronting conversations, but you become so much better for them. And then finally, we go into the last two steps, which is e-balancing your feminine and masculine energy, which is about the way you show up. That kind of goes into what you said earlier about, you know, does someone need to be super detail oriented or do they just need to be more when you know kind of like how you work best in your masculine and feminine energy. So feminine is more of the flow and the ease and masculine is more of the structure and you work out how you work best. That really allows you to manifest in the way that's best for you. And then finally surrender, which is kind of the end, but also the beginning of like leaning more into trust and expectations that you had and being able to like let go of them. And like, it's funny because it's like detach, but not too, don't detach too much. You also <laughs> still care about it. But also, and everyone's like, what? This doesn't make any sense. So like, it kind of doesn't, but you just have to go with it. You just have to kind of go with the feeling. And I think detachment is so important because it's, it really isn't about not caring. It's about changing the way that you care about what you're doing. Mm. I think folks are going to have to listen to that like three times over because you just dropped so many insights to the process and the evolution that it takes because you're right. It's the end, but it's also the beginning because it doesn't stop there. This becomes the embodiment that you kind of have to continue to cycle through and each iteration will reveal something different because like you said, you can have short-term and long-term goals and what comes up for each person in those energetic blocks or, or barriers or the boundaries that you confront are gonna be different, but in that process is where we are evolving to that higher self and, and finding community at that same, you know, energy and, and really starting to see the fruits of that reflection. So just yes, and retweet to so many things that you said. And, and I hope for folks too, it highlights that you don't have to be perfect the first time you do this. And the goal is also not perfection. <laughs> you know, we're not manifesting perfection because you know, one, what is that? Who's defining that? How does that get us to the life that we really want to lead? So I hope folks are really hearing that. Um, and two, I love, because I hear an underpinning of like patience and slow down. Because even your anecdote of 
being offered the power of now, but then not until you slowed down, you found yourself solo traveling in Thailand, does it come across? And you still could have missed that opportunity in that moment too. And at every kind of phase of your vibes method too, slowing down, slowing down and, and being patient that this isn't gonna come. And you're right, we're still filtering a lot of different messages in our culture right now from lucky girl or the delusional, like radically delusional. And a lot of it is a delay of gratification at the underpinning of it. They're like, I'm entitled to this now. And you're so right when you're doing this energetic work, you have to be so mindful of which of your, you know, yeah, limiting beliefs and truly just the voices that guide you, you know, your own kind of self and ego and all of that is, you know, really helping craft this next vision and iteration of yourself. So I just want to highlight all of those things for folks, because I think your story just eloquently bakes it in. Um, and I was just really moved by hearing some of those. Cause I'm like, yes, we've been trying to tell people slow down, slow down. But what really resonated with you, Liv? I think that just that piece about knowing yourself. And I think we talk a lot about that on the podcast is just like when you know your values and you know who you are and you take the time to sit still and ask yourself those questions, all of the answers will come. Like who said Sway, Sway ain't got the answers, but then Sway actually did have the answers, <laughs> Kanye. Like, and when Drake said, know yourself, like he wasn't joking. And I just love it when it, when you aren't afraid to just like take the time to ask yourself and then also knowing like, hey, you are gonna get triggered along this journey because there are some things that we've been taught about ourselves or that we think about ourselves that aren't true. And it's about letting go of those ideas. Like I was literally on a walk today and it was just intrusive thought after intrusive thought. And I was just like, you know, punching him like Michael B. Jordan and Creed, like trying to get them out of my head. And it's about being so aware of your of your mindset and of who you are to be like, mm -mm, this narrative isn't isn't for me or mm -mm, that's not like this message in my head is not true. Um, and so I really just appreciated you touching on that. And for the girls that are on their healing journey that are also you know, dealing with triggers and are also just trying to figure out how they can find ways to match their reality to like what's in their imagination is is the underlying pinning just, you know, believe like how, how can we move through our triggers and uh, still like manifest the reality that we want. So I was thinking about this the other day and I was thinking about why I felt so called to manifestation. And I think a huge part of it is the fact that to me, manifestation is very similar to storytelling. And I've always loved writing. I had a blog for 10 years as a little girl. I'd like handwrite little stories and I had dreams of like selling them. And me and my sister even had like this handmade magazine magazine that we sold um, around the Buddhist monastery that we live next to. And so for me, when it comes to like identifying those triggers and moving through them, you have to understand you are already writing a story whether or not you are aware of it in this moment of time and if you are listening to this and like what story am I writing then this is a really great point to start from and be like what is the story that I'm telling myself on a daily basis and have I been narrating this story or is it like someone else interjecting at several points like 
for me, I really do live with <laughs> my old flatmate. It's like one of my favorite things about living with you is you live your life like you're in a reality TV show. I just hear you like narrating your life. I just like say things as I'm like, I'm like, hmm, interesting. Ah, uh, yeah, that's why that is. And I'm just like, I'm constantly like, you know, and most people do have those voices inside. But for me, it's like outside. I'm just as I go. And those thoughts did not used to be like, oh, this is amazing. This is great. Those thoughts used to be like, oh, this is just like more evidence. No one likes you or things like that. And you don't really realize how much that's affecting you until you step back and, and think about it from an external perspective. So to give you an example of, of how this could be affecting you, because for a lot of people, like affirmations, yeah, whatever. Um, for me, the way that I really help people to make sense of this is thinking about this as an external person. So if you woke up next to someone and instead of saying, good morning, beautiful, they're like, yeah, you look crap today. Um, and then you're going about, yeah, I made you food, looks disgusting. You know, how would you feel if that person was like following you around and contributing to your life? You would absolutely cut that person off as a friend. And so if you're not being that kind of friend to yourself, if you're not creating a story that would be something that you want to hear or you want to live into, then that's that's what something we really need to look at. And I don't want you to go into this thinking, oh, it's my fault. Like, I can't believe I would like do this or talk to myself in this way, because until you realize like the power that your subconscious mind has over your life, you don't really begin to take that control into your own hands. And people think that manifestation is like, okay, I know how to manifest. It's just like a process of like putting all these steps into practice. But actually 95% of our lives are run by our subconscious mind. They're all things that are running in the background. And you're like, what? How could that be possible? Okay, making your bed this morning. Did you have to think like, oh, how do I make a bed again? Brushing your teeth. Did you have to think about how to do those things? No, because subconsciously your subconscious mind knows how to run through those patterns. And those are not the only patterns that are running through your life on a daily consistent basis. So if you've built up a pattern of talking to yourself in a certain way or of making promises to yourself and never keeping them, then you have to do the work to rewrite a new story and not just from a conscious level, but from a subconscious level too. Wow, my brain just went like that. Oh girl, she dropping bars today. She's on fire. That's insane. I... I loved everything that you just said, and I'm honestly just like blown away because I don't you don't think about it like that. Like how much how like how much of my life is run by like my own thoughts or, you know, I'm going to have to really think about that and sit on that. But thank you so much for sharing so much of your wisdom. I could talk to you. We could talk to you all day. Um, but we really like to close out by asking our guests, what does flow mean to you? What does being in flow or just the word flow mean to you? Mm, I think moving with the tides, I think we would like to have this perfect idea of flow just means like absolute balance. But honestly, I think it's about your ability to ride the waves as they come along. And sometimes you're like going to fall off your surfboard and fall flat on your face. And you're going to be like, this is so embarrassing or this is not how I envision things working out. Um, but next time you get up back on that board, whether it goes the way that you want it to or not, you'll be so much stronger for it. And I think that's what flow really is, is, is learning to navigate, navigate through those moments. Hey, if that's what it is, I want some and, and I want it for my sisters too. And I think you're spot on and everything that you've shared, I hope gives folks just starting points wherever they're at, whether they have been utilizing manifestation for a long time, or this is something completely new. 
and that they now know you are a resource to keep all this great info and information coming and that even if they're interested in your coaching. So we cannot end this episode without having you share if there's any great projects that you're coming up with or how folks can get connected with you. We're, we're in the socials universe because not everybody might be in your back door in Australia, but where folks can connect with you and continue to learn about all these incredible tools so you can connect with me on social media i'm on instagram a fierce with an underscore i <laughs> listen it looks like a little bit of a graveyard on there just now because i don't necessarily post as much as i used to but i am always there on the stories in the dms lurking in the background so you know if you love this episode i would absolutely love to hear from you and you know if you're interested in coaching with me as well i also have a free masterclass on the power of subconscious manifestation which is going to touch in a little bit more of how that relationship between your conscious and subconscious mind works and how you can use both of those together to manifest because that's what it's really about. It's not just about favoring one over the other, but really about how do we create a relationship between the two and not, not demonize any part of ourself. Um, so you can grab that at the link in the show notes. And then finally, I also have a podcast, the manifest edit podcast and everywhere you listen to podcasts. Okay. See, and y'all, you might find Liv and I in that little masterclass. Okay. So <laughs> come learn with us. Evie, we cannot thank you enough for sharing space with us. And folks cannot encourage you enough to check out Effia on all of her platforms and her podcast. Because y'all know we only bring you the best. So with that, Effia, thank you for joining us. And thanks everybody for listening. And we will see you next time. Peace, love, blessings. Bye, y'all all right that wraps up our episode this week we'd really appreciate if y'all could rate us on apple and spotify as it really helps grow our bgf tribe and support our podcast as always the conversation continues on instagram and tiktok so connect with us there if you want to join in on all the kikis with that said we will see y'all next time rest well folks What's so special about Hero Bread's soft, fluffy, and delicious breads, buns, and tortillas? These ultra-low net-carb baked goods contain zero sugar, fewer calories, and more protein than the leading brands and are high in fiber to support gut health. Shop now at Hero.co.